Hi, this is Vermin Supreme, and I never listen to None Taken. In fact, I don't even know what that is. I know what the words mean, but I don't know what it means as a whole. I will get soundboards eventually and be able to do that shit. Yeah. Just for fun, play that one that says, Biden, you don't have to die. Read the news. Got it. If you're out there unvaccinated, you don't have to die. Read the news. <laughs> <laughs> what are they saying, Batman? It's, uh, it's not the hero we want. It's the hero we deserve. The hero we need. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to die. Just play read the read the, the news. news. Just play the read the news one. Read the news. <laughs> oh, that is definitely making the soundboard. <laughs> I'm so fucking giggly over that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Okay. Should we hit record? Yeah, one, two, three. All right, you ready? I am ready. Are you recording? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right, well, you want to start a show? Let's start a show. That podcast is filling your head with garbage. No offense taken there. Well, it sounds like none taken. I just hang out the maze. Welcome to None Taken, the internet's only debate and current events show with your hosts Dustin and Alan. Shout out to Reverend Peyton's Big Damn Band for the use of their song Ways and Means for intro music. Thank you for joining us time of this recording it is tuesday august 3rd 2021 it's a great day for america i'm in nashville tennessee and alan is in the san francisco bay area we are here recapping another week of current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal life please subscribe right now wherever you're listening to this please leave us a five-star review be sure to tell all your friends about us. You can find None Taken on Instagram, Twitter, and of course our Facebook None Taken Superfans group. Remember, the first show is free. After that, head over to Venmo, search for None Taken. Chip in what you think is fair. Your support goes towards our billboard and helps grow the show. Alan, what is up? What is up, everybody? Yes, billboard. Billboard coming soon to a town near you. Billboard coming. Uh, <laughs> uh man i had a pretty good week last week just like all around felt pretty like it was like i i got stuff done i was on the whole it felt good it felt good on the whole which you know yes frau on the whole i think preparation h feels good yeah which is that's a win right it felt felt good uh yeah so i um i was actually i was off on friday but i had to run to danville to pick something up for work and i don't know why danville always like seems far no, it seems oh. close to me, and then it takes me an hour to get there. And yeah. I'm like, fuck, why is this so far? Um, anyway, so I I was thinking that I would, there's a, a field work uh, has a, a location like right near there in San Ramon, which is literally like next door. Um, and then they have a theater right there also. And I was like, oh. well, so after I do my thing, I have to pick up right for work. 
I'll probably run over there, grab a few beers at Fieldwork, and then I wanted to go see that new Anthony Bourdain movie. Oh, right. So, <laughs> so I get to Danville. It takes me an hour to get there. I'm like, fuck. So I get there. It's like one o'clock, and I'm like, all right, that's, whatever. It's not bad. And by the way, I had not decided checked the, like the movie times before <laughs> I went because, of course, like I'm gonna be there anyways. It's yeah. fine, right? Yeah. So I pulled up on my phone. The movie is not showing till like five. Yeesh. How far <laughs> away? Like, what time is it? It's like one, dude. And I'm like, fuck. I'm not. I'm like, I'm not gonna drink beers for four hours, and then yeah, you <laughs> go are. watch a movie. Yeah, you are. Speaking <laughs> of which, so oh yeah, oh nice pop. Uh, so so I I go to field work and it's like crazy crowded. Like there had to be like a hundred people there, and it's not that big of a space. So I had like one beer, and I was like, eh kind of not feeling it so i'm looking to see like if there's other theaters like on my way home that might have the the, the movie and so pleasant hill has it like at four and i'm like all right well whatever so i'll go to to creek monkey well now firehouse and i'll have a couple beers i'll have some food over there and then i'll go back to pleasant hill and watch the movie maybe so i go to alan monkey. is scheduling his drinking and driving yeah, just, yeah i'm just need to write that down <laughs> for the show i had one beer i believe you i'm okay. not the cop anyways so I go to I, I go to Martinez. By the way, Tim, you're right. I, I said Alvarado Street last week, and it was Altamont Brewery. Ah. Right. Anyways, I had some couple uh, some really good hazies. Oh, Five Sons. I had one from there, which was okay. But anyways, um, so after that, uh, it's like it's like two thirty. Is it Five Sons S U N or S O N? S U N. Oh, S U N. Like like a Tatooine situation. Right. Oh wow. Right. So here's what happened. Is it was like two thirty, and I was like, "Am I really going to hang out here for like another hour and a half before this movie starts?" And I start googling, like, "Can I just stream this movie at home?" Because it's not the kind of I, movie that I you, would be surprised if you couldn't get it on Amazon. Well, it's not the kind of movie that you need to see in a theater, right? right? Like, right. I, I could totally see this movie at home. I mean, where have you watched Anthony Bourdain? It'd be at weird home. to see him on the on a big screen. Right. Yeah, <laughs> on a big screen would be strange, right? Uh, so what I turned up was no, you can't stream it anywhere now, but Fuck. it's coming to H. It's coming to HBO and like like a few weeks oh that's my <laughs> move i always buy things right before they're free on uh, yeah so i'm like, like well fuck this i'm just gonna go home and i'll yeah. watch it when it comes out so that was my friday uh <laughs> whatever it was it was fun i had yeah. a good time yeah, it, it was does. really I, nice it sounds like my day like just plan plan something cancel it and drink it's <laughs> right uh weather was perfect it was a really nice day uh and then my buddy craig hit me up uh you want yeah he wanted to, he wanted to uh, meet up so i ended up going to martinez again on sunday and we went to firehouse again and we went to del cielo after that so i had a few beers there and hung out uh was a really nice sunday it was like 80 degrees with a nice breeze fucking perfect dude it was great it's like why um, you live in the bay right exactly probably exactly. wasn't humid no probably no, didn't have was, cicadas no probably didn't have <laughs> dude, mosquitoes I, there were none of that um but no that was pretty much it man other than that you know work was great uh all was well man it's just a good week all around hell so. yeah man yeah how about you uh it was a good week too uh work's been you know tough but expected it's you know been. like it's been it work's been difficult but in the ways you expect when you work in the field of men satisfying sure. at the end of the day <clears throat> yeah yeah this weekend dude saturday night we had to call it a thunderstorm would be it was like an electrical storm. Like it, it was massive, dude. Was it raining too, or just? It, it was raining. Okay. Um. So does that distinguish the two, or no? Okay. So, dude, it. I don't know if you've experienced this before. Have you ever had the thunder and the lightning 
simultaneously like like obviously they happen simultaneously but the sound travels slower so you know it gives you an idea how far away the storm is have you ever had it where it's like the sky lights up and you're hearing it at the exact same time which gives you a weird effect because you also hear like the sizzle of the electricity like it's not just the oh, reverberation of the yeah dude it was wild it was and it was just like violent and shaking the house and it was while Natasha and I were being intimate in a way that would surprise <laughs> you so it was a very uh, it was a very cool experience I would say um, so first of all, no, I've, I've not experienced the thunder and lightning where you, you see and hear at the same time. So that'd be actually, that's a little scary. Cause that means like, it's right on yeah, you. Like, like don't, I, yeah. Like every time the lightning came down, it was like, that was in the backyard. Right. And like, <laughs> dude, so the stadium's like two miles from our house. The, it Which canceled stadium? the, the football stadium where the Titans okay. play. Oh, Garth okay. Brooks was having a concert there that night and it canceled the concert. <laughs> like this was a huge fucking storm, dude. Wow. Yeah, it was nuts. Man. Uh, all right. So the second thing, I'm not going to ask too yeah? many questions yeah. here, but but why would it? I, I can't imagine what would surprise yeah, me. You know, you got to leave some for the imagination, Alan. Uh, fair. Okay. Uh, the, you know, there's a lot I love about this city <laughs> and state, you know, including, you know, things like having those that like really cool weather like that, right? Yeah, that is uh, cool. But, you know, I, I, I think there's enough stuff out here that I'm in love with that I could probably do a semi-regular only in Nashville segment. Uh, so kind of like sticking to a theme like that for this okay. week, I wanted to bring, before we get into our news to topics proper, uh, a local news story about, uh, I put it into the, the show sheet here, uh, Nashville party bus rider falls off bus, gets run over on Broadway. <laughs> it's not funny. Why are you laughing? That's not funny. It's this is a big, funny. I know when it's worded like that, it is. So this is a big deal. Like, um, I'm, I'm sure you guys have like pedal pubs out there. I know San Diego has pedal pubs. Um, nothing like you guys have in Tennessee. Are I've you aware? You're aware Insta. of it? Okay. Yeah, I was not aware prior to moving there and following some accounts out there, but I did not know that was a thing. There's anything that you can imagine, they have that as a party on a bus. Like I told you before, there was one where it was a jacuzzi. Like, yeah, and which kind of blew my mind also. Yeah. There's tractors with just people on the back. Like, you, you know, it should be farm equipment, but it's just hauling people Isn't it down usually Broadway. Like bridal showers or something? It's only bridal showers. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. Yeah. yeah. So this has been a huge area of debate in the city because it didn't used to be this way. Um, it's always been a destination like that for bridal showers and things like that. But mm -hmm. lately, like, People have said that mostly post-COVID, like when it reopened, the city is mm -hmm. only a party city with party bus being the focus. And most people, especially the people that are you know, in tourism out here, they want it to be what it was, which was a music city. We're called Music City. Um, and yes. that's what you know, the city wants to attract people to the state for. And instead it's just, you know, something honestly you can get anywhere, you know, to be famous for being the place where we have a street where you can drive tractors with people on it really isn't something unique. It's just where it's happening. You know, you're like the Vegas of the South. It's called smash Vegas or uh, yeah. Nash Vegas. Yeah. Okay. What, what do you think about that? Like they want to regulate it, which I'm not a fan of. Um, and to be honest, a lot of the people out here don't aren't a fan of it either. Uh, mm -hmm. but they want to see change. They want to see less of those on Broadway. It's, I mean, well, first of all, it gums up traffic like for one. Like, I don't know how, dude, you know how like in the French quarter, like uh, they shut down, um, bourbon street and uh -huh. like in, I don't know if you've been to Austin, but they closed down sixth street at night, especially on the weekends. Austin, okay. They'd leave Broadway wide open. Like cars drive down there. 
I mean, so do you end up with just like a bunch of really drunk assholes that aren't locals just tearing pl- this place up or like what? I, I don't it think it feels much to? more. I, th- I think it's the the message it sends that like come here and get your party bus, do something like that, which, you know, the argument would be you're still bringing tourism to the state. But I think people aesthetically want it to be a different type of tourism. I don't think that people are more rude or rowdier okay. than they would be. I think they'd be plenty rowdy and go into live music, you know, from sure. all, cause all the bars have music playing out into the street. Like they open up their windows and the band can just like turn around and sometimes they'll walk out the windows, like onto the street and then come back in and finish their set. Like, nice. like, like that's a well, thing, you know, but, but, but they don't want, they feel like this is a distraction from what the city really has to offer. And it's confined to that one space. To that yeah. One it's area. like four blocks. I mean, that seems fine. You're bringing people in. You're you're generating revenue for those. Alan, businesses. people are dying. Well, he didn't die. He got he got his legs run over. He landed yeah, on his face and got his legs ran specific over. Specific guy though. What yeah. happened to precede that? He was leaning on the railing of the bus and he fell off. Okay. Was he? Uh, I'm assuming he was intoxicated. Yeah. Hammer <laughs> drunk. I'm at the yeah, front right. row at a Leonard Skinner concert. Hammer drunk. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe they should have better. Um, better safety on those uh, on the party buses but other than that like what are you gonna have nets around it like it's an iphone factory sure (laughs) maybe that's the solution um uh, if there's any updates on that yeah you have to explain that everybody knows about that the fox uh, what's it called fox foxconn the factory in china that makes iphones they have netting up because so many people try to commit suicide commit suicide yeah yeah Wow, that just got dark. All right. Well, we're going into headlines anyway. Speaking of death, Alan, right? Speaking of death. Uh, Can I do a DAQ to get us into the rest of our headlines? Please do. All right. So by their own admission, the CDC's new guidance is aimed at areas with low vaccine rates and high transmissions, which typically mean more rural and, and Republican voting. Do you think that these people are going to listen or... Is the Delta variant just going to become a new thing for Blue City rule followers to be paranoid about? <laughs> my 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 sincerest hope is that there would be people that would pay attention, um, and and would listen. Um, my cynical side uh, would, <laughs> would suggest that that's probably unlikely, and that yeah, it, it's just another thing for. Blue city rule followers to be paranoid about, as you said. So when we get into our first topic in like a minute, we're going to have some audio from a guest that was on the New York Times explaining the difference about Delta that the CDC found out and why they decided to update their masking policies, right? We're going to get into that. We are, yes. So one of the reasons cited in that rule policy change was there was a outbreak in a, a town called Provincetown, Massachusetts, right? Mm-hmm. Over the Fourth of July weekend, right. So this is a pretty small town, but you know, a lot of people went there to celebrate the Fourth of July weekend, and there were a number, like thousands of cases that came out of this place. I think I think that it st- it went to like nine hundred. Anyways, but seventy five percent. Either way, seventy five percent of the cases were people who were already vaccinated, and that's what really caught the uh, the eye of uh, I think like the CDC and people that are paying attention. So let's talk about Provincetown. Okay. Do you want to take a guess at what Provincetown's vaccination rate is? 73%. I was going to say, I think it's pretty high. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Co- Coincidentally, it's about the same percentage as the people that were vaxxed people that came down with the COVID, with the COVID after that event. 
So can I just clarify real quick the, yeah. the numbers? Yeah. So when I was seeing thousands, they only That's, have three thousand year-round residents. That's what I was remembering. Um, the study said four hundred and sixty-nine cases were identified in that town. Yeah, and that like right away went of, to like nine hundred. Okay, yeah, seventy-five percent. Okay, right. So we're, we're already vaccinated. Okay, so so seventy-three percent of that town is vaccinated. Seventy-four mm-hmm. percent of the people that got infected from the event in that town were vaccinated people so there were 74 percent were breakthrough cases what what if 100 percent of that town was vaccinated alan how many of the breakthrough cases would be from people that were vaccinated 100 100 percent. yeah All of them. so this is right. a function of vaccination rates being high and therefore anyone who gets sick where there's a high vaccination rate is by nature someone who already has the vaccine it like do you, do you follow me Everybody who gets sick in an in an area where there's already a high vaccination rate is likely to be, be it vaccinated. It has to be someone who's vaccinated. If they're all it's vaccinated, likely. then they're all breakthrough cases. But it doesn't mean that all breakthrough cases are happening. Or it doesn't mean that all new cases are happening as breakthrough cases. I follow. Yeah. Okay. So I I, I think it's really important that the CDC adjusted their guidelines based on new information that came in. But in a sense, this is an outlier study with no control group. And now it's setting national policy. Because you can't have a control group in a, in a place like that where there's that many vaccinated people to yeah. begin with, right? Yeah, and, and I, th- I find it kind of <clears throat> odd that the number of vaxxed people that came down with COVID happens to be the exact same percentage as the vaccination rate of the town. Like... That sounds like it's matching entirely right. Like it's exactly how you'd look at how you'd expect to see that. Yeah, I can see that. Like if 100% of the town was vaccinated and then they had a note saying 100% of these people were vaccinated people. It's like, well, no fucking shit. So yeah, 74% at a 73% vaccination rate is the same fucking thing. Like, so, so and we'll get into it more. We'll get into it more here. Do you want to do the first topic? I'm, I'm, already, I'm talking about the topic in my dumb question. <laughs> yeah, but these so questions just, are supposed to be fun. Sorry. <laughs> Before I get to that, I think so. Uh, for, at least from what I've read, there haven't been any like hospitalizations or deaths. No, of course of not. These people from yeah. Provincetown, right? So, right. because so the they were vaccinated, is working. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Topic number one. The CDC said that fully vaccinated people should wear a mask again in indoor public spaces in areas of rapid COVID-19 transmission. I feel like we had kind of already talked about this last week because it had just come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, citing spread of the Delta variant and emphasizing the importance of masking for higher risk individuals. What came out between last week and this week was the explanation of like why, you know, what uh, what seems to be so different? Like, what are they seeing that's alarming them? Right. Right. Okay. So should we play the audio? Yeah, let's play this audio. So this is the audio from the New York Times podcast on Monday. They had, uh, I mean, I, I don't think anybody so succinctly described what was going on. Let's go ahead and play it. What changed this week is that the CDC looked into that Provincetown outbreak more closely. That outbreak has spread to now 900 people across the country. About 450 of them are in Massachusetts and What the CDC and the Massachusetts Department of Health found is that not only can vaccinated people get infected, but they have about the same amount of virus in their nose and throat as unvaccinated people do. And that's completely unexpected. Hmm. Hmm. And why is that so important to our understanding of the virus? Fucking Michael Barber. If you have virus in your nose and throat, you can spread it. And we did not expect that once somebody was vaccinated, 
that they would be very likely to get infected or to spread the virus to anybody else. Can you pause it? Yeah. So I, I think it's what she's about to say right after that. That, that. This part baffles me. Like they're really spending a lot of time saying what we didn't know was that if you were vaccinated and then you got sick, you'd be sick. Like, I mean, they get really clear with explaining it by the end of this audio. I don't want to give away too much, but did you hear what she just said? She's like, what we didn't know is that if you have the 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 vaccine and then your uh, your immune system doesn't uh, doesn't prevent you from getting sick with COVID, that what we didn't know is that once you're sick with it, you'd be able to spread it. It's like, why the fuck wouldn't you? Like, you got sick with it. There's a di- there's a huge difference between encountering COVID, your body beating it, you not getting sick, and encountering COVID, your body not beating it, you getting sick. Of course that person would be infectious. Uh, I, th- I think that what, so I think that what she was saying or what the, the medical professionals are saying is that the expectation was that if you were vaccinated and you were protected and so you wouldn't be hospitalized or face, you know, potentially, you know, a, a fatal condition from it is that the virus, the reason that that the vaccine was protecting you and that you wouldn't face those consequences was that the virus wouldn't be duplicating that quickly in your system. Okay. Uh, and so because of that, you wouldn't have this large amount of virus in, the, in your system, in the nose and, and throat. Yeah, then they that, say that. They, that, they, that could potentially spread to I other see, people. I see. Yeah. I think that's what the, they're saying. And they, they get into it. They talk about viral load way too many times. <laughs> There's a lot of viral yeah, load yeah. in here. All right. Shall we continue? Yeah. What we learned this week is that if somebody who's vaccinated does get a breakthrough infection, they end up having a lot of virus in their nose and throat. And now they can spread that virus to people around them. So this new understanding is that a vaccinated person could potentially spread the virus just as much as an unvaccinated person who becomes infected. Right. We don't know how often a vaccinated person is likely to get infected. I got to say that 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 is the part of this episode that kind of was kind of kind of jumped out at me where I was like, what the fuck? Like the whole point of everybody being vaccinated was that there would be less potential spread because every time we've discussed ad nauseum, I feel like on the show, every time the virus you know spreads to another person, there's potential for a new variant, which would be worse for us. Um, and so the whole point of everybody being vaccinated, the herd immunity thing was that we would stop that from happening. But if everybody's vaccinated and it can still continue to move from person to person, then we're still. But, but if at everybody's this. vaccinated, okay. Well, by the end of the audio, they make it really clear. It's not just everybody who's vaccinated that encounters it is spreading it person to person. It's the people. You know, it's what seventy something percent effective at preventing you from getting it, and like one hundred percent or ninety percent right. effective of going to the hospital. So everyone past that seventy three percent. That twenty seven percent, almost said twenty eight. <laughs> that twenty seven percent is now infected with COVID. And like, I'm sorry if you were around me and the CDC or and what what Pfizer made you swear in a stack of Bibles that you weren't infectious. I'd still say fuck off. You got sick. I'm not going to let you around me just because you said you had the vaccine. Like, if you're sick, mm-hmm. leave me alone. Like, I so I I kind of have some thoughts about what you're mentioning. I think by the time we're done with all these audios, my responses will be a little bit better timed. Okay. It's looking like it's actually very rare. But when that happens, when a vaccinated person does get infected, they end up with just as much virus in their nose and throat as an unvaccinated person 
and they may be just as likely to spread it to other people as an unvaccinated person. Yeah, because they're sick. So just to be super clear, this fucking guy. in order to have a breakthrough infection that could then lead to transmission in a vaccinated person, that person has to be infected by COVID. They can't just breathe it in the air from somebody and pass it on to somebody else without being infected. That's right. And not only do you have to be infected, but you have to be infected and have enough virus in your nose, have had enough opportunity for the virus to grow into these large amounts that you can then infect somebody else. That's why it's as rare as it is. So it is unlikely the scenario that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It is not like the uh, the everyday. So so if you aren't vaccinated, that's highly likely. If you get it, yeah. if you get infected, it's highly likely you're going to spread it. If you are vaccinated, it is not highly likely. I Correct. Correct. So out. again, like the more people get vaccinated, the better off the, we are. Well, the the less population there is that's going to be spreading it as wildly as it can. Right. Yeah. Which which prevents further variants that could be more right. damaging. So there's uh, this, this isn't like a year ago where we're like fuck 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 we have literally nothing to do except putting napkins on our face. Like there's there's <laughs> an effective remedy to this. Yes. Okay. All right. You want to hear part two? Yeah. Yeah. There's part two. Yeah. Thanks. Stimulating our body to produce a lot of antibodies, but in the blood, and not a lot of those antibodies are going to make their way into the nose, which, when you think about it, is really the place where the virus comes into the body. Right. This was always the case. This was the case even for the original virus. But with the original virus, just a small amount of antibodies was probably enough to stop the virus from multiplying in the nose. Hmm. Hmm. With Delta, there is just way too much virus for the small amount of antibodies in the nose to probably completely contain. I don't like that Hmm. probably. So what you're describing, these breakthrough infections that are leaving mm-hmm. vaccinated people with large viral loads that may make them spreaders, <laughs> that doesn't have a lot to do with the strength or weakness of our vaccines or them potentially wearing off. It has a lot to do with the strength of the Delta variant and how it operates in the body, in particular, in the nose. That's exactly right. But the chances that you'll get infected with Delta if you're vaccinated are still very, very low. It's just once you do get infected, you do end up having a lot of virus. So you said at the end of that podcast that you like that. You said that one scared you. I don't know. Those aren't your words, but you said that um, it got that, that episode got you pretty nervous. You said you kind of sounded little, like you, like we felt maybe a year ish ago. Yeah. I, th- I think I kind of what I said earlier was why I was feeling that. Um, and I, after thinking about it more, I'm not so freaked out. <laughs> can, can, can I tell you what yeah. I think? Yeah, go for it. So, so it can get transmitted, but we won't get sick if you're vaccinated. Right. Okay. But you can still potentially spread it. Yeah. You know, like colds, right. like when colds were a thing. When, and, yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. And so it's extremely rare, but if someone has a bad immune system, they might die from it. You know, like a cold. Sure. It's rare, but it can happen. Yeah. But if you're vaccinated, you might get sick if you have enough of it. And then if you're vaccinated, you'll beat it, you know, like a cold. It's like we just forgot about what colds were. It's like if they were to list the people that are going to get sick, it's like, yeah, these are really unhealthy people or unlucky people, which, I, you know, I'm being a, a little callous here. Like, I know that there's I, I'm taking it a little past the line. I don't think I'm running past the line. Like, look, the, the people that we're talking about are unvaccinated people. They've made their choice. This is literally their hill worth dying on. Hopefully they won't, 
But like, if so, let them. Like the best thing the government can do at this point is continue their vaccination drives and otherwise get the fuck out of people's way and stop politicizing this. Like that's the. I, well, I, stop politicizing it. A hundred percent agree. Uh, I think that cat's kind of out of the bag. I don't know how we, how we unpoliticize this at this point. Uh, but that, I think that Biden a, had a pretty good uh, speech he gave last Thursday. That's going to be our second half. I, I thought there was yeah. pretty good ways where he specifically said, like, this doesn't need to be a political statement. This isn't a political statement. So he must have listened to the show because that's what I said. I think last so week. too. I think he did. I think he has been listening. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> From my lips to Biden's ears. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, 70% of U.S. adults have received at least one COVID-19 vaccine dose as of Monday, a month later than a July 4th target initially set by the White House. So uh, that July 4th target that was set, um, I mean, if you remember all of the stuff that led up to it, which is kind of weird, funny, but we talked about the Provincetown thing. Everything that was leading up to July 4th was like, look, July 4th is like the, the date where we get everybody vaccinated. We can have a real national holiday. We can all go out. We can barbecue. We can hang out with our friends and our families safely. Everything's going to be fine. This is this is the turning point. And it turned out it was not. I mean, clearly, Provincetown was exhibit A for for July 4th not being. Well, although I see you, I see your uh, head nod there. Although nobody got sick from that severely. Nobody died from that severely, right? Because most of those people were vaccinated, yeah. Because most of those people were vaccinated. Yeah. I think a lot uh, of the reporting had to do with people using it as an example to say, why should I get the vaccine if vaccinated people get sick? And again, it's it's a, not the same thing. And it's a rare amount of people, and they don't go to the hospital. Right, right. Um, so, but the, the fact that, you know, a month later that we are at that 70% having received at least one shot, uh, seems like a good thing. You ready to go to the next subject? I am. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control, who checks notes, is America's landlord. On Tuesday, <laughs> that's today, issued a new 60-day moratorium on residential evictions in areas with high level of COVID-19 infections, citing the raging Delta variant after having having rejected an earlier push by the White House. So we've talked about this before on the program, and this has been I mean, this this they came out with this early in the in the pandemic, saying that, that having this halt on uh, evictions. I, I as, if I recall right, th- this didn't have like a, the hugest impact. There there were a lot of uh, people that were not covered by this. Do you remember that? No, as well? I think I think the opposite of that. So like, oh really? Okay. Well, so there was. Well, I know there were local mandates as well within cities and counties. Right. So there was a lot of ways where. So there were things like if you took federal assistance as a landlord, you weren't able, you couldn't evict your tenants. So right. people like wouldn't take federal assistance. And then like there, there's, you're, you're right. It is muddied because of the local situation in comparison to these federal guidelines. Right. And before this was, this came out, you live in California In California, they said they were extending it, I think indefinitely. Uh, yeah. A lot of localities are doing that, which I mean, I don't know. I, I, I like the intention of this. I don't understand how the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention are getting to dictate, you know, property right law. Um, But mm. Corey Bush uh, from where is she from? She's from Missouri, a Democrat uh, uh, 
uh, in the in the house from Missouri has been sleeping on the Capitol steps, I believe last night, and we'll be doing it again tonight in protest of uh, this not happening. Although now that it has happened, maybe she'll go home. But yeah, um, so she was doing that. She personally has been an unhoused person in her past. Uh, so she feels a, a real connection to those. Oh, people. That symbolism didn't connect for me. Yeah, sleeping outside in front of the Capitol. That's entry. That's. Uh, I think that message is going to be lost on either I'm really stupid and everyone else gets it, or that message is going to be lost on the average person. Maybe I think they're just going to see her protesting, not quite connect it. Yeah, um, I don't know. I thought I thought that. I mean, it was a bit of a political stunt, but for for somebody that has actually experienced that condition. Yeah. Um, that, that seemed to resonate a little bit. More no, I like that. And I, I mean, I'm all about all forms of activism. I like that, you know, hopefully it makes some kind of a difference and legislators can put something through, not the centers for disease control. Indeed. Uh, on the same note. So, so my thought with that, my first thought with that is, I guess this is a good thing because I'm still not ready to buy yet. And I believe that the reason there hasn't been a bubble pop during and in fact housing prices have skyrocketed is partially i think believe uh, uh related to the fact that there should be people not living in the places they've been living in because they haven't been able to pay rent um i don't want to see people get kicked out especially in the middle of the pandemic i'm just saying pricing does not prices are a reflection of value right like can you explain that better than the libertarian on the show so so it's a function of supply and demand and so when i mean is that too simplistic well i, don't know. I mean not it, just supply and demand like it's you know the price is the reflection of what something's worth you know and that should change right it goes up and down hand sanitizer was the example at the beginning of the pandemic became very well, that's still supply and demand it, it is i mean but demand increased for reasons the we demand be used the, to the but... demand is driven up as the as its value correct yeah right, sure right Right. Uh, as its perceived value changes, the demand changes, and then yes, right. That's why it costs more to buy a house on the coast in San Diego than it does in you know Visalia in the middle of California, right? Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, or so, Tennessee. So yeah. I, 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 my gut is that the reason we're seeing so many, so so many housing prices go up is a lot of people weren't impacted by it, and a lot of people didn't get kicked out of their homes, and there's less and less available uh, inventory. Well kind of on a related note and th this we didn't talk about it on the show and i haven't heard it talked about really anywhere wells fargo ended personal loans did you hear about that i did not until you put the wells <laughs> fargo the as a yeah. bank no longer extends personal lines of credit and just in a nutshell their reasoning for it is we no longer can lend out money without collateral in exchange which is what you know personal loans are it's just based on your credit right Mm -hmm. um, it sounds a lot like they're afraid of extending themselves too much by 10,000 here and there amongst a bunch of people that they believe at, during the time of that loan and the lifetime of that loan will not be able to pay it back. Uh, and, and these are people that have skin in the game. So when banks are like, nah, I think we should be listening. Thoughts on that? I don't that? know. So, there, so before I get to that, there were billions of dollars allocated in one of the many uh, stimulus packages that were... Um, enacted during the pandemic uh, for rental assistance for people that couldn't afford their rent. And most of that money hasn't even been distributed. And we're, you know, over a year in um, most of that money is just still sitting there, which is. And, and, so the reasons for that are complicated. There are 
difficult hoops to jump through to, to get that uh, funding. There are, you know, sometimes the landlord has to cooperate and the tenant both to make that happen. Um, but it's ridiculous to me that that money's just sitting there while people are homeless, right? There's billions of dollars <laughs> sitting there. Uh, so that's, that's, I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Yeah. Um, the whole thing about Wells Fargo doing that, I mean, that seems they're a bank that's seems to be making a responsible decision. I don't want 2008 to happen. Again, I, so. I'm not a po- Okay. <laughs> don't get me you know? started on 2008. That wasn't, it was the way that they were repackaging and chopping those sure. up and selling them. Yes. That was the problem. Not that people were taking out loans they shouldn't have, but well, but the, the banks were fully in on that. You know, I have a question. To a I, have large a, I have a Dustin S question that sets up our Friday show that we will be recording later today that is in relation to that. So I'm not going to ask you a question I want to ask you there. I'll ask it <laughs> All later. Right. Do you want to move right. into the next topic? Yeah, sure. Uh, it's you. Wuhan, China plans to test all 11 million residents for COVID-19 for a second time after discovering a handful of new locally transmitted diseases. A handful? Am I to believe that there's been no cases in China? So the article I read um, said like, 90. is this a world where where like just China had the virus, it left China, then it stopped being a thing in China? Like we, I mean, I understand the type of control they have over their citizens, but like, right? They're lying, right? Like, so China reported ninety new virus cases on Tuesday. That's today, and I want to say it was like. Uh, where was the number? Seven. Seven in Wuhan uh, is dude, what they're if, saying. If it was Australia, they'd shut down the country. <laughs> so seven cases, and they're going to test 11 million people. Well, I'm, I'm, call me crazy. I'm guessing it was more gonna, than seven. <laughs> I'm not going to call you crazy yeah. on that. I'm guessing that as well. Yeah. I, I, I'm very distrustful of uh, the news coming out of China. I think yeah. I've elucidated that before. But. Well, uh, let's get into this next one. It might be a little bit of a long one. Okay. So the Senate unveiled a full let the full legislative text, which really like I wish I could take longer to say that to reflect like the volume of paper to print it's this huge dude. It's like you printed Wikipedia, right? Yeah, it's massive. Dude. So so it's the full legislative text of the highly anticipated one trillion dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill Sunday night, uh-huh. following a rare weekend session as the chamber aims to pass the hard infrastructure bill before the August recess. I have notes talking about it being five hundred and fifty billion, but is that just the highways, bridges, broadband, water? Yes. Okay. And I, I know you have other notes here, mm-hmm. but so yeah, just there for reference, kind of. There is a um, so sort of the AOC caucus, I guess you could call it yep. in the uh, in the House. A, uh, um, Alexandria, three names. Acacio Cortez. No, it's yeah. uh, all of those. I'm just calling them their first name and then three names. So it's Amy, three oh. names. Alexandria, three names. Marjorie, three names. <laughs> It's yeah. retarded. We do this. Like, there's just it's dumb. Oh, no. You use the R yeah, word. Sorry. So, wait. So, the <laughs> way you get three names is you shoot a president or yeah. a civil rights leader or you become a female congressman. Okay. Seems, that seems right. Okay. Seems right. I mean, I it's have about three the names, same. but I don't, I don't use them. I, we all, most of us have three names. Yes. <laughs> I'm lousy with names when you go with all my stepdads and stuff. Oh, my. Uh, anyway, so there is a, an a sort of coup attempt on the in the AOC A three names caucus um, where uh, they are saying that they aren't going to um, 
sign off on this bill unless they get the um the reconciliation package passed first wow uh, wow because that's what everyone's saying is it'll be the full one trillion with the reconciliation but 550 is the bipartisan or are they talking is she saying that's plus the trillion that's a plus dude come on man so i don't know if it'll be successful uh pelosi's working on it so we'll see well they don't like each other so <laughs> no right? they don't yeah so 550 billion for highways, bridges, broadband, and water. This is largely going to be paid for by tax hikes, spending reductions, and spending that generates revenue. Alan, spending that generates revenue when Republicans do it is called dynamic scoring. Do you know what that is? I mean, I guess you could tell me it's spending that generates revenue, but do you know what this means? <laughs> so um, it's this is yeah. this is what led to to Reaganomics. It's, it's when they say that uh, look. We're going to generate so much economic benefit by lowering taxes or spending this money that the taxes we receive based on those economic benefits or those gains in GDP will totally offset all the spending that we've done, which never actually It's, it's the out. theoretical engine behind trickle-down economics. Economics, right. And what, just because the Democrats are doing it, we're not supposed to complain about it now? <laughs> it's not the same, dude. It's not the same? No, it's totally the same. Okay, because this is like if we give the IRS $100 billion, they'll go out there and fetch us $200 billion. It pays right. for itself. Totally. And then that you're out the $100 billion and then they fuck around with it. And then, you know, because that affects all of us. Like, that's our money. No, like Even the CBO would will say that doesn't budget. work out. Yeah, right. right. Office, yeah. So yeah. so this is, as, as, as in the headline, this is a bipartisan uh, bill which is fine. Bipartisan, I suppose, is a good thing. Multipartisan sure would be nice once in a while, but I guess we don't live in a country that has more than two <laughs> fucking parties. Yeah. Oh, wait, is Rand Paul not on board? Rand Paul's a Republican, Alan. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're... Hey, speaking of bipartisanship, mm -hmm. I don't want to go off on a tangent here, but did you see that uh, Lindsey Graham got COVID after mm. hanging out on Joe Manchin's boat over the weekend? His houseboat. Yeah, his houseboat. <laughs> Who the fuck has a houseboat besides Jerry Jones? Joe Manchin, apparently. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. God damn it. <laughs> we both got one. I think you one, got two, yeah, technically. Two, Dustin, <laughs> Allen. All right. There's uh, a chart. Yeah. Anyways, sorry. Oh, you're fine. Didn't mean to shoehorn uh, that in there, totally but I thought it was fine. entertaining. So, yeah. so let's just talk about really quick what bipartisanship means and why I never like that word and why everyone thinks I'm an asshole for it. Can I just defend myself? <laughs> Please do. So in this bill... Both parties are going to get what they want. The way in modern American politics for both parties to end up getting what they want is you just keep spending until both parties have been spent on enough to be happy, which it, it hurts everyone because it's our tax money. It hurts. It really hurts everyone unless you are running for office or running for reelection, which is what's motivating all of these people, right? I mean, of course, which is sort of the <laughs> sort of the I mean, of course it is that if you're a politician, your your goal is to get reelected and keep your seat like that seems like unaligned, uh, misaligned incentives based on uh, on reality. But um, but, I, but the I, way that they the way that like this, this, this isn't it's never bipartisan because they were able to say like this it's is bipartisan exactly what we need. because enough of their special interests agreed to be bipartisan i yeah. mean like, i'm gonna say i'm gonna try to say mm, more so i can be more michael babaro like fucking him 
<laughs> I hate that guy. I'm so glad we finally got a clip on this show that showcased his stupid talking patterns. <laughs> uh, it's good times. All right. Where were you? So, you know, we're a couple of weeks removed from everybody on Twitter and social media talking about how all these billionaires just want to go up into space with their rock. This was a particularly bad case of somebody being cut in half. And we're back. Yeah. Um, I'm good to keep going. Yeah. You good? Yep. All right, cool. So I, I feel like we're a couple of weeks removed from everybody in the world just wanting to shit on all these space billionaires. Uh, oddly, as I'm thinking about this, uh, somehow, why, how could... Does, does Zuckerberg have a secret rocket? Alan doesn't ask questions here. Surprise one. Does Zuckerberg have a secret rocket? How come this guy didn't go to space? I, I guess he's not all interested in space. He's He's got a lot invested in AI uh, and the metaverse, as he talked about oh, at last, the last earnings call. But uh, but no, I, I apparently... Um, oh, shit. I fucking That's another one. Yeah. Uh, he is not uh, so interested in going to space. That Wasn't he's, uh, Metaverse in a sci-fi like rockets. 80s novel? Like it was... Um, it's like Tron or something. It wasn't Tron, but... I think Metaverse has been around for a long time as a sci-fi concept, yeah. yeah. Not just one novel. I think it's multiple. Okay, all right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I distracted myself. Musk, Bezos, Zuck, they're all trying to get space... Uh, space. They're setting up satellites to try to have broadband all over the world. I, I always heard it Zuck as, is doing that for sure, yeah. Like Africa, right? Yep. Okay, so... We, we hate these guys because they're just always just wasting time going to space. Meanwhile, they're going to space and launching <laughs> rockets to get us broadband, which could bypass us being taxed and having, you know, half of the trillion dollars or a third of it going to broadband or an eighth of well, it. Well, also, I mean, just to that point, like early adopters are typically rich guys uh, of <laughs> any technology that you think it was cheap to up- sail the ocean blue. Well, no, those were kings. They were funded by kings. They're funded by kings. <laughs> Right. Right. I mean, you know, people that bought Google Glass because <laughs> they could Oscar. afford it and thought it was cool. Oscar. Um, you know, that technology, because somebody was willing to pay for it, that advanced other technologies. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, that that's kind of been the way technology has advanced. For so to me, a that's a more time. preferable way for our broadband infrastructure to be improved. But well, I'd rather fucking. Bezos and and Musk spend money on it than our government like. because because that's our money, <laughs> right? Yeah, okay. Exactly. Let those guys do it. Right. Like let them be the guys. That's right. fine. Secretly making you admit you're a libertarian is the purpose <laughs> of this show. Uh, so if you if you I I keep meaning to bring this up. I think I first heard this maybe like a month ago. If uh-huh. if you took like the top billionaires on the Forbes billionaire list. Mm. All their collective. Did I say this on the show? Not that I recall. I don't know exactly. If but. you somehow extracted all of their collective net worth, mm-hmm. it would be like three and a half trillion dollars, which would barely cover just last year's extra spending due to COVID and everything. So, well, just this package. Wait, okay, but you're telling me that one of the methods that they're going to use to pay for this is tax hikes. Like you're saying, I guess Mm -hmm. if we took every dollar from Mm -hmm. all of these billionaires, it would cover one year's worth of these bills. Like that's bananas. Like we can't think that that's the way to pay for it. Like I love thinking that they should pay more. I'm, I'm not standing for these people. I'm just saying that 
it's short-sighted to think that that's your solution because the people that spend the money to test dumb shit like Google Glass, like you said, <laughs> are those people. Right. If you take away their wealth, they're not going to spend it on dumb shit like that, and they're not going to, you know... Well, I don't think we're talking about taking away all their wealth. I, I know I, that, but I'm I, saying if you could, I think we should tax could, them more. Yeah, okay. I'm saying I, I, I'm I get saying your point. If you could, I get your point. you still wouldn't cover all this shit that we're proposing. No, doing. no, you definitely would not. Right. I, I I keep seeing these fucking memes, and I know they're probably intended to be this way, but where it'll say like, uh, Bezos has you know a fortune of 1.2 trillion, whatever it is, right? And it'll say that means. There's and there's there's this many billion people on the planet. That means you can give a billion dollars to every person on the planet and still no t- fucking do the math. That does <laughs> that is not at all what that means. Right and like also that means he would have to liquidize his liquidate. asset, liquidate his assets, yeah. not liquidize, liquidate his assets. <laughs> but like to do that, somebody then would have to buy those things from him. Right. So it's largely Amazon shares. Uh, so but yeah, that no, would mean I, it's someone else's money is now his money. Right. And then that goes to them. Like, okay. Yeah. No, that, that I, I definitely think that there should be a higher tax rate on, on very wealthy people. But no, that is not the answer. You understand to... in that story, somebody else just bought his company from him and now you hate that person because they sure. have all his shit, right? Like, sure. yeah, okay. of course. Just... <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. All right. I understand. I, I have a couple more things on this infrastructure bill. Okay. Do tell. It's probably the one that bugs me the most. Okay. All crypto hubs and trading services need to report every transaction to the Fed. That's interesting. How, Why? I thought you were going to say that's infrastructure. I was like, how is that infrastructure? <laughs> uh, why? Why do you? So why do you think that's the, they're including oh, that? Do you want me to skip to the end? No. Skip no to the end. I mean, it's because they want to stifle crypto. Like that's the plan. The pe- people talk about this going like. Oh well, maybe the side effect from this is it's going to like really like you know shut down people's desire to use this decentralized trading network. It's like, yeah, that's not the byproduct. Like that was the plan, kiddo. I'm doing double gun points. This is an audio medium, but I appreciate. Right. <laughs> so it's estimated to raise twenty eight billion dollars in ten years. Twenty eight billion dollars of the five hundred and fifty fucking billion of infrastructure side of this so like just just keep in mind that you can translate that into this thought they believe in congress that they can take an industry that's trying to break through the current scenario where you have to involve a bank or a government in order to exchange currency for uh for for goods and services they're going to gum that up with so much legalese and lobbyists and special ways of doing things that it will take away all of the fluidity that makes it unique. Almost as if that was their plan the whole fucking time. And this is your congressman thinking that they can do that, do that, that horrible thing I described, to what? To squeeze $28 billion out of us. So fuck you. Like, fuck you for that. Like, I, sh- I feel offended that you think that, hey, you know what? We can get a cool $28 billion of this $550 fucking billion. And our way to do that is to completely destroy this beautiful new thing. Like, that, I, I personally find that offensive. I have to ask a question here. And I'm going to seem maybe completely uninformed here. But you are, you are the Bitcoin guy, not me. <laughs> um, uh, so... Transactions with Bitcoin are, are are can you just avoid tax at all completely with with Bitcoin I mean, transactions? Yeah. Well, you you've been taxed on your income. 
But so if you you've buy turned something, that income into a Bitcoin, which uh, you know an amount of Bitcoin. And, and if your Bitcoin appreciates and you sell it, do you have to pay capital gains or can you just avoid that because it's Bitcoin? My understanding is that if after two years, you don't have to. How? Because they think that it's throwing away money and now they're like, hold on, people are making money. Okay, but... But how? Sure. I, I think you'd be more on the hook to tell me why I should have to. I was taxed on that income. That's not how capital gains tax works. Oh, sorry. Okay. What? So wait. So, so if, there if you be consider Bitcoin to tax. be an investment, oh, I understand because but it's of the not currency. about it being. But it's not about it being an investment. It's about it having utility. I understand. I understand that they are they are threatened. The system is threatened by what you're comparing it to, like assets. Bring. What I'm what it's I'm saying currency. is, if yeah. I invested in a stock or another currency. And I had a gain. And I sold that. I would be subject to capital gains taxes. Are you not subject to capital gains? I don't taxes? believe you are after two years, and I can't explain why. I think because they don't. They, they so they're closing the loophole here. Is what they're doing. I don't think that should be a loophole, though. I don't why? think that it's in, because I don't think it's an investment. But if oh, because it's just a currency. Yeah. So like right now, of all the volatility like, you see in Bitcoin is because people are jumping in thinking they'll make a quick buck off of it and they'll either drive the price up or its price will drop down when those people do the opposite and sell but okay. wait wait but long term it keeps going up because more and more places start accepting it as a form of payment it's more and more um normalized as a form of payment I understand that. and its utility goes up and and in that way its price will keep going up so like just Tesla because that happens accepting bitcoin to buy tesla cars but just thing. because that happens doesn't make that an investment it's saying no i want to transfer i don't like what you're doing well, with the dollar i want to transfer my dollars into this and use that money to buy something with later not to change back into dollars and make a profit off of do you follow okay, me okay but i do follow you but so like if i buy pesos or euros i was just gonna say that if i go to mexico and come back with a shitload of pesos well first of all i think this is called arbitrage and there are still <laughs> arbitrage laws okay but there is, I mean, there is such a thing as investing in currencies. Like, that's the thing. People do that. Yeah, okay, so, I understand. I was quiet. I wasn't, like, learning that the first time. <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. So, so like, if you if you invest in euros, like, let's say you spend, a, you, you invest a million dollars in euros, wait, and then now... Wait, why are we arguing so much? What happens I after don't two... When do you have to report... Hey, hold on, what are we typing here? When I just, do I, you I feel like, why is it to... not treated like a normal investment, I guess, is my question. Hold up, huh? I gotta look this up. Oh no! Wait, there's no way you can get a short answer on this. It's the fucking um, yeah, US tax thinking, code. I was thinking there wouldn't be. Uh, listeners, if you can answer any of these dumb questions, write in to <laughs> nonetakenpod at gmail. I think we sound dumb right hey, now. Hey, you're but talking okay. over the email. <laughs> nonetakenpod at gmail.com. Don't say sorry. <laughs> I'm gonna feel bad. <laughs> All right. Well, that's the infrastructure bill. Did it get passed? <laughs> It's still in progress. Progress? In Do you always progress. say progress? No, I was I was channeling my inner Michael Barbaro. Oh Jesus Christ! No, I'm kidding. I wasn't. I was just... uh, former Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, uh, known as like Father McCarrick, right? Sure. Yes. Okay. Was I mean I feel like he was famous. Uh, he was charged with sexually assaulting a teenager in 1974. He was charged last week. This week, it happened in 1974. McCarrick, mm -hmm. who was defrocked in 2019, is reported the is reportedly the first cardinal in the U.S. to be criminally charged with a sexual crime against a minor. 
I don't know if you have any thoughts before I get into it. I have a little refresher on McCarrick. Uh, go ahead and get into it. I, I want to hear the, the refresher stuff. I, I vaguely remember the name. Yeah, so I, I remember him as being, I, I want to say he might have been a name floated even when there was a new pope. Remember when they were doing new popes back in the early 20-teens? <laughs> the new popes, yes. Yeah. The the, the white smoke uh, years. Yeah, yes. yeah. There was a ton of it. Well, I think he was one of the people that was offered, uh, or like, he was like, he was high up in the in the polls. Like, not, not likely, but, you know, got to throw an American in just for fun. Well, right. anyways, in 2019, the Vatican defrocked McCarrick after finding him guilty of sexual abuse, delivering him the most significant abuse-related punishment for a former cardinal in modern Catholic history. Uh, he was a subject of unprecedented Vatican investigation. Defrocked which, is such a strange word. I I, I hope does. that it means that they cut his dick off, but I'm pretty sure it, it doesn't. It probably doesn't. I think, like, I don't think, that's I think they means. just, like, you know... Com- they, yeah, they stripped him of his position. Of his frock. That was from, yes. The report, which took two years to compile, found that multiple officials in the U.S. and in Rome were aware of rumors and reports of his sexual misconduct with seminarians, priests, and teenage boys, but either did not pass the information on to superiors or chose not to look into them. The report mentions John Paul II knew about him. Hey, that was a pope. That was so weird. Hey, by all that? means, though, cancel Paterno. Uh, Pope Francis is assuming that his predecessors had made the right calls before him. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Hey, Dustin, I have a question for you. Yeah. Uh, what kind of organization is the Catholic Church? Oh, in? their organiz- organization of kid fuckers. Uh, I've said that in the past before. This I've, is my favorite thing you say about the Catholic Church, by the way. Every it, time there's a Catholic Church story, I'm I, like, I, I wondered why you put a star next to this one. And then I was like, yeah, oh, I bet he why. wants to ask me that question. Yeah. <laughs> yes. um, I, I did mention this, I think, the last time we talked about the Catholic Church. And uh-huh. I would mentioned that they had a playbook for how they wouldn't cooperate with the police. So I went and found the uh, the the investigative reporting the into that. Yeah. Where they, uh-huh. they showed the, what the playbook is. It literally is uh, f- like six steps to take. So Was first, th- did this come out of like the whole spotlight? Uh, no, this reporting? came out in like 2017, 2018. Okay, okay, yeah. This okay. is new. Okay. So this is about the, the state of Pennsylvania and the Catholic church in the state of Pennsylvania. So the first, the first, mm-hmm. first move that you'd make if you were confronted with this is first make, make sure to use euphemisms rather than real words to describe the sexual assaults in diocese documents. Never say rape, say inappropriate conduct or boundary issues. This is leadership. This is codified. Second, don't conduct genuine investigations with properly trained personnel. Instead, assign assign fellow clergy members to ask inadequate questions and then make credibility determinations about the colleagues with whom they live and work. Third, for an appearance of integrity, send priests for evaluation at church-run psychiatric treatment centers. Allow these experts to diagnose whether the, in quotes, diagnose whether the priest was a pedophile based largely on the priest's self-reports and regardless of whether the priest had actually engaged in sexual conduct with a child. I just, before you move on, yeah, I, I just. It makes you I, sick, I, right? It does. I, I, most people would skip I want, through this. I want to highlight the fact that this was like in writing as a strategy. Like this was like we've okay. worked in corporate environments. It's like, yes. hey, when this happens, do this. Open up the manual and go to that page yeah. and walk you through. And what that's to do. what this fucking that's what this is. is. Anyone who's had a job like that, just th- that's the way this is presented. So <sighs> step four. I just want to get through this. 
Yeah. When, when a priest does, I, I want to say all these. I just, I need no, to, I it's hard to should. get through though. It should yeah. be on the, yeah. Uh, when a priest does have to be removed, don't say why. Tell his parishioners that he is on sick leave or suffering from nervous exhaustion or say nothing at all. So keep that in mind if you're Catholic and grow up hearing any of that. Uh, or they say nothing at all. Number five, even if a priest is ra- even if a priest is doing that to children, keep providing him housing and living expenses, although he may be using these resources to facilitate more sexual assaults. They wrote that down. Mm-hmm. Sixth, if a predator's conduct becomes known to the community, don't remove him from his priesthood to ensure that no more children will be victimized. Instead, transfer him to a new location where no one will know he's a child, mal- child abuser. Finally, and above all, don't tell the police child sex abuse, even short of uh, it's it mm, is yeah. and has for all relevant times been a crime. But don't treat it that way. Handle it like a personnel matter in house. So it was. So that sounds impossible to believe. Like it sounds like that's fake. Um, w- when you read it in the context of the reporting, what they found was what they were trying to say is, "We'll take care of this, and God will yeah. take care of this, and we need to handle this." In it was a way of circumventing law enforcement mm-hmm. so that they could handle it on their own. Which, uh, hey man, fuck the government. Um, yeah, I'll, I mean, all all, can, all all these bullet points are disturbing. I, I, you know, it's hard to even say which one is most egregious. But the whole thing where they just transfer them to a new precinct or a new, uh, rather, a new uh, church, um, and let them continue with yep. their behavior is just, uh, I, I can't, I, man, it it is. There is a a, a poll that came out today that for the first time i want to say ever a plurality of americans when asked what their religious affiliation was said nothing in particular um and when you have the institution institutions of religion like this involved in practices like this i think it's no surprise um and good because they deserve to fail and they deserve to be Fuck that. Yeah. 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 All I mean, they it. deserve a lot worse than that, but yeah, certainly yeah. don't deserve to be supported anymore. And, uh, that's why, that's why I really push that as far as I do. So, yeah, I mean, those, none of those were easy to read, man, like, no. or here, uh, but that's, that's reality and you got to face it for the sake of the show. I have a palate cleanser. Dustin asked questions that I promise isn't too silly. I almost want like a, Three second pause here before we let's do that. Do that. Okay. What do you think Mike Rowe calls his penis? A dirty job. Come on. Uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Actually, that's a better one than I have. What do you have? A Mike Rowe penis. Oh, no. <laughs> that's like micro greens. No. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Can I talk to you in the kitchen really quick? Yeah, that's a great question. What do you, what do you, what do you mean about microgreens? Oh, that's just that's what they call a certain type of salad. It's microgreens. I was going like the micro penis angle. I know. I understood. Oh, okay. I just I understood. Understood. Okay, cool. All right. Um, do you want to go to break? Do you want to go to uh, halftime? Ta- let's go to half. Let's, let's go to half. Right. Yes. Drive safe. This is the B side of our platter, sports fans. I'm singing just for you, covered in sequins. 
In the canyons of your mind I will wander through your brain <laughs> This is so cool! To the Why have we not done this previously? I don't know, I forgot this is easy. I'm glad you picked on me. It takes two, man. Appreciate right, it. Right, right. This is where I always come back. The mountains of your chest. Did you ever notice that burp in the song before? <laughs> I hadn't previously noticed that. No. The mountains of your chest. Mm, no, that's great. Mm. I'm not going to sticker you with jail. <laughs> All right. Well, if the audience hasn't figured out for the first time, we've figured out that we can play the music uh, for both of us to hear coming back from half rather than just adding it in in post. And this is much more fun to rejoin with. It really is. It, you know, it makes sense that that's how radio shows have done that. Yeah. No, I like it. <laughs> Why that's, did it take us cool. 77 other episodes? <laughs> I mean, I get it for like the first 15. We didn't right. know what the fuck we were doing. <laughs> well, we have new technology we've added yeah. to the show, and so we're still figuring out how to use yeah. it. New technology. Giant Indeed. quotes. Like Google Glasses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? what? Well, one of my that? dogs showed up. Oh. Which uh, Addie, she oh. is. She just lives under the bed. And Did you call her up. Addie because she likes Adderall? Or? Uh, it's good for her personality because she seems like she's on amphetamines. But no, <laughs> I named her after Adrian Peterson, the, <laughs> the former running, football running player. Back? Yeah, because he went to Oklahoma, and oh, best, yeah. best, best, best player I've ever seen live. Not as good as cam newton which i would say is the best college football player ever but greatest most talented i've ever been able to watch play anyway uh i named her that before he started beating his kids so (laughs) that's that's an important distinction to make yeah do you think that with like a little bit of hindsight maybe calling the next generation gen z is a bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy like do you like you're it's the end yeah it's like the end and then we're like these kids act like it's they're all nihilist it's like you called them alphabet ending like that you have nowhere to go and they feel that way yeah i was gonna say like well maybe it's hexadecimal and then it but but that only goes to like f hexo who hexadecimal was that it's some kind of nerd talk yeah (laughs) that's 10-sided die (laughs) hex is eight yeah, so hexadecimal Hex is, is six. You know what? Let's just, just, just Hex is listening. six, Let's and I not. said eight with confidence. No, yeah, what's hexadecimal? I, you can explain. Uh, so hexadecimal is is kind of the uh, if if you crunch binary down, you can make it Never into mind. hexadecimal, right. which is you're 16. right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. But it only goes to F. There's like one through ten, and there's A, B, C, D. Goes to eleven. Right. All right. Well. Let's come back from half to uh, our big topic for the half. What we chose to talk about, though, was... The, I mean, do you want to set the table a little better than I do? I, I, I tend to more be more excited to just get into it. Well, so we talked last week about uh, President Biden being sort of hesitant to require uh, federal workers to get vaccines, to, to mandate it, and the uh, Department of Veterans... What's it? Veterans Affairs? Uh-huh had already done that with at least with their their patient facing uh people and so now biden has decided that he's going to uh go ahead and do it and require federal employees to 
be vaccinated or if they choose not to, they have to be tested on a regular basis to show that they are uh, virus free, which, so, is, which is actually quite a quite a departure from where we were even a couple of weeks ago. Um, but I think in terms of mandating on, or in terms of in terms of where we thought the Biden administration was what they were willing to do, how far um, they were willing to yeah, go yeah. to get people vaccinated. Right. Well, I mean, these are people that are employed by the government and they're acting as the employer. And I, my, I think I said it under my breath last week, but when I heard it while I was editing, I was like, you should have said that louder. I mean, that's what you get for working for the government. I mean, if like, you know, <laughs> well, that, I don't mean that like I, I'm sure I actually do mean that negatively, but pretend I don't. It's still a fine thing to say. Like that's just like that's what you get for working for that employer. Like that. Guess what? They they helped produce this vaccine. I'm guessing they might want you to take it. Go get another job in the private sector. Yeah. Can I? Uh, so just a couple of things there. So the vaccine was fast. Sorry, you can't if you're a teacher because we don't want school choice. Oh boy. I'm I'm sorry. I'm just poking okay. the bear. Go Thanks ahead. For poking the bear. Uh, so, so the the vac the vaccine the vaccine which was fast tracked and pushed through under the Trump administration, uh, and and so it, it's I don't want to get into that again. But but I, I I will say that I think that the the federal government is well within their rights. Purview. I don't think this yeah purview to to do this. I think that private businesses are also well within their purview to do this. And multiple businesses who have done this and been taken to court, uh, the courts have sided with the companies that uh, chose to go this route. Look, a private business can, you know, if so, if, if you're a trucking company, you can require your employees to have a license to drive a truck. Uh, we, we, this, we act like this is some new thing. It is not. Well, like uh, if government, me, if the DMV didn't exist, that business would be like, okay, well, you can't work here unless... You Acme driving school has certified sure. you, right? Right. Yeah, this is but, just I mean, the business's preference, and in this case, that happens to be, uh, you know, driver's license. Well, continue that analogy. Sorry, my dog's so upset. <laughs> uh, t t but like to go to kindergarten, you have to show that you got shots, like immunizations, right? Uh, as a kid, um, this is not a new thing. This is been around for a very long time and again and if schools like kindergartens if there wasn't a monopoly on schooling then you would be able to make an argument that you can actually just go somewhere else before you know right like yeah like, and like then the, all those kids wouldn't make it past third grade but you know <laughs> no i i i agree it would be foolish to do i just mean to say right like, no i get your point i get so, so the point is that that private entities can require this stuff by the way i i really want to talk about hippo on a power hour just because that's a good one because i keep hippo laws yeah I keep, even from people that like i am that that i consider to be pretty intelligent people and people that i get along with i don't care about their politics but like people that i i, I respect and i think okay this person might disagree with me on certain things but they uh, they at least have a worldview that makes sense. And when I say something like, well, if you want to come to Armistice, the brewery uh, near me that I go to often, they are now requiring that you show proof of vaccination and your ID to get in if you want to go inside. Oh, they say it's a HIPAA down. violation? And they're like, well, they can't do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, they can. It's a private... Well, <laughs> they, well, and, they... and, also, and also, they're not asking for your medical records. They're no. asking if you're vaccinated. 
Right. Like, that's very so, different. That's very different. I, I, I mean, even like it's, we, there's, it's way different from saying like, can you just prove your vaccination before you come into my private place and saying like, I want to get access to your medical files. It is the same thing as saying they need to see your ID to prove you're 21 to get in. Is like, it? It, yeah, I think it I is. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. They, I mean, obviously, they have a government requirement Wait, to do that on the 21 Do you side. maybe want to sprinkle some of these thoughts in amongst the audio? Because we pulled... Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, <laughs> so, so, so last Sorry. week... No, it's fine. I got a Twitter <laughs> notification that I normally ignore, and it was <sighs> like uh, the president speaking. And I'm like, I don't know, I'll open it up. And I just like had it on while I think I was like washing the dishes. And I was like, you know, nice. this is like, were you washing good. the dishes? Cause you couldn't hire anybody else to do it. Cause nobody wants to do that. That's right. Anymore. Yeah. I keep okay. putting up Facebook That's ads, but nobody even toxic. looks at them. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Do you want, do you want to go ahead and start this? Um, Let's do it. Okay. Uh, right from this the is president Biden's uh, speech. Yep. Yes. All right. Announcing new maxing requirements. They want to talk to you about COVID-19. Maybe the best way to start is in a significant part of the country, you wouldn't have to take one of these off. You don't have to put one on. Like in my home state of Delaware, where I live in Newcastle County, where I was yesterday in Pennsylvania, because people got vaccinated. That wasn't an audio trick, by the way. He like leaned in for that. They got vaccinated. They don't need a mask when the majority, the vast majority of people got vaccinated. Yeah, he's an inspiring podcast. I want to talk about what's really happening, what it means, what it doesn't mean. And what we need to do this week and the months ahead. From the moment I was elected, I said I'd always give it to you straight from the shoulder. We need some. Wait, from the shoulder? I know, that's, that's weird, not... right? Has that ever it's been straight a phrase? From the oh, hip. I'm going to look this up. I, th- I think it's straight from the hip. Uh, it's definitely straight from the hip. Oh, it is that's not... true, but I just mean it from the, straight maybe from it's the also... shoulder? No, that's not a thing. Holy shit. Bobby Bland. Straight from the shoulder. Straight from the shoulder, meaning... Uh, Who's Bobby Bland? Uh, singer. Oh. Yeah, very direct way. Oh, all right. Yeah, but it Dude. is straight from the hip. Perhaps uh, he's... Uh, you know what? This is a boxing slang. I, oh. I don't... No, no, stop it. You don't have to look things up to prove that they're normal slang. He said <laughs> the thing wrong. And if he didn't, it, he's a geriatric that used 1940s version All right, of let's, something let's let's continue no disrespect to geriatrics because there's a lot of fear and misinformation in the country and we need to cut through it with facts i like this with science mm-hmm. with I the truth too. so what's really happening today after months and months of cases going down we're seeing a spike in covid cases they're going up why because of this new form this new variant called the delta variant This is a much different variant than the one we dealt with previously. It's highly transmissible and it's causing a new wave of cases and those are not vaccinated. Our experts tell me that cases will go up further before they start to come back down. But while cases are on the rise, they're not, we're not likely to see, according to experts, a comparable rise in hospitalizations or deaths in most areas of the country. Dude, who the fuck is this guy? Like, I haven't even heard this guy on the campaign. Like, what what did they put in him to be able to get this? Or did he just nail the teleprompter? 
he fucking nailed it i think yeah because he very obviously is on the teleprompter like very late in this i don't know if we'll even get to it he says fax news instead of fox news and i was like <laughs> oh and he just kept moving because he's like the screen the words right. are gone on the screen i wouldn't be able to say the next words if i fixed that <laughs> but, but he's nailing it i mean this is a talent in of itself you know this is this is good this I, is uh, to, to be, yeah. i mean i'm joking but this is um you know i i like to think that you know at the level of like nationwide politics we don't need to put such an emphasis on having a leader um oftentimes it's very um condescending to you know the the way that you you get spoken to from people at that position and i think Mm -hmm. that uh i think we had four years of just chaos like i said before it was like there was an ocelot in the house uh but, but i agree with that and Maybe it's just that contrast, but I mean, this was just very refreshing. It felt like I felt like he was telling us news that probably weren't going to like in a way that if you listen to him kind of explains itself and you don't walk away from it being, you know, outraged about it because it was all coherent. And I don't understand how I'm using those words talking about Joe Biden. (laughs) No, I I think that he communicated this very well. And I think there's, there's examples of him not communicating as well like recently recently um but no i think he did a really good job with this we have the tools to prevent this new wave of COVID from shutting down our businesses our schools our society as we saw happen last year i've said from the beginning that we will be guided by the science so here's what the science tells us on tuesday The Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, announced its new mask recommendation in parts of the country where COVID cases are substantially high, where people didn't get vaccinated, which they define as 50 new cases for every 100,000 people in a week. There's old Joe. The CDC recommends (laughs) you wear a mask when you're in public and indoors like work or in a grocery store. That's true for both the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. Why? Because even if you've been fully vaccinated and protected from severe illness from COVID-19, you could have the Delta variant in your system and spread it to someone who isn't vaccinated. You need to wear a mask to protect each other and to stop the rapid spread of this virus as we work to get more people vaccinated. I think he pretty clearly stated what the, the 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 reason that we have to wear masks there yeah and i well, you know, it have uh are being recommended to wear masks in the most part i mean right yeah right and i you know my reaction to that that daily episode was was real like i was like wait what but i think if you if you take the whole thing in that it, it actually makes <laughs> what are you doing why are you laughing right now don't don't yeah if you take the whole thing Okay, I get it. Should I just continue this? Yeah, no, you're good. Yeah, I mean, if if you on the whole, it feels good, right? Preparation H does feel good on the whole. (laughs) Um, Yes. And in my decision, my direction, all federal personnel and visitors to federal buildings will have to do the same thing. As I said from the beginning, a mask is not a political statement. It's about protecting yourself. That's the best line and, of speech. 
clearly he's listening to our show. I, I know, right? <laughs> like, by the way, you still have a choice. You don't have to get a vaccine. You just you have to deal with the fact that it, it's going gonna to make... impact your life. Like, there's no solutions, only trade-offs, as a Thomas Sowell quote. It's true right here. Like, the the trade-off is do what you want, you know, and hold hold on. Uh, can you say that quote one more time? There's no solutions, only trade-offs. And but, what does that mean to you in this context? Well, people think that, like, you'll solve something. It's like, no, in order to go from the state that you're in to another state that you'd prefer to be, you have to exchange something. You know, it's the nature of the world. Mm-hmm. It, it, well, well, could, like, follow the, that logic to where, to the end. end what, in, in what we're saying right here? Yes. So there's no, like, you you don't have to be vaccinated, but the trade-off is you don't, like, it's going to impact the way that you'll live your life. And if you're fine with that, then don't do it. That's most, I think that's many of the well, people, like, they talk about Tennessee being a state that has low vaccine rates. I can't tell you how many of these people live in a town where they never leave their town. And nobody in that town, they think, is sick. And maybe they aren't. And then none of them get sick. And then, like, one person comes through and gets them sick, and then they all get sick. I mean, it, but, right. but, like, like, don't do it. It's fine. That's what I yelled about earlier. I was like, just get out of the way. This is literally the hill that these people are willing to die on. They've said so. Just get out of their way. Like, don't, you know, don't bother them. Don't make it a political I issue. That, I, I mean, think in that this literally, case, literally gets used often in our current parlance. <laughs> yeah. And, and it doesn't always mean literally. I think in this case, it actually, like, yeah, I mean, there that, might not be hills, but yes, this is their patch of earth to, yeah. Yeah. And I, I hope they, I hope, I hope nothing happens to them, you know, and for most of them, nothing will. Mm -hmm. But for some, some, yeah, very bad consequences. I, I'm not saying I want that to happen. I'm just saying it's not like the messaging hasn't been there. You know, at this point, best I can do for myself is become vaccinated and protect myself. And most of the people that I know that I care about vaccinated themselves. So I'm not really that worried about it. And I guess that's selfish of me, but I, I just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to personally be upset about this minority of people that have had the news told to them and then don't want to believe it and will suffer the consequences of that. There's no solutions, only trade-offs. But like in the context of what he's saying, it's like, you know, here, if you would like to be employed here or if you want to come into the building where someone who's employed, you have to be vaccinated. Otherwise, appropriate life changes happen, but nobody's going to jail over it. Yeah. Yeah. No, but you I look just... like you're deep in thought about that. I didn't think it was that profound. I appreciate it. No, I am only because like. Am I in conflict of my own ideas? I feel like you got me in a gotcha or something. No, that's not. Like, no, I really tried to do that. I didn't think I, so. It was like I, well, I, I don't recognize this, Alan. I don't know who I'm looking at. <laughs> no, it's just uh, you know, there's there's been so much pushback about like, the whole like vaccine passport thing. If you if you have a question that addresses like the liberty aspect of this, um, if we play the whole audio, he says something about it, and you if you might want to ask this then. Okay, because so I might agree playing? with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All, All right, right, cool. Masking is one defense against the spread of COVID-19. But make no mistake, vaccines are the best defense against you getting severely ill from COVID-19. True. The very best defense. And you want to know how we put this virus behind us? And then you want to know, can you pause it? 
And then you want to know, and, and he sounds like a drunk at a bar. It's just because he's old, but it's just it's so funny. And do you want to know? Do you want to know? And doesn't it yeah. sound like he's about to be like, "All right, kids, do you want to go? Do you do you want to go on that trip? All right, so you got to be good the whole time I'm off in Puerto Rico." <laughs> yes. And right, I want to hear that you've been bad to your mom while I've been out of town on a business trip. Uh, yes, it definitely sounds. Right, like but that. then I come back. We'll go to the movies, okay? We'll- We'll take you to Disneyland. This isn't at all. As long as you're story. good. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I love you, Dad. Well, I'll tell you how. We need to get I'll more people vaccinated. <laughs> Look. You got to sell seven magazines. And it's important to understand what vaccines do and what they don't do. <laughs> Put simply, the vaccines are designed to save lives and prevent severe illness. To those folks who have one shot, but not the second, go get the second shot. Even if you're overdue for the second shot, it's not too late. Go get the second shot now, now. The bottom line is if you're fully vaccinated, you're highly protected from COVID-19. But I also know that many of you who are vaccinated are concerned about what's called breakthrough cases. There's a fucking dog in the room. Some fully vaccinated people will still test positive. And some will... is that Major? Is that the fucking dog that tripped the president? I, I, I think Major has passed, hasn't he? Oh, no. I'm pretty sure. They put him down because he bit his dad? No, I think he died naturally. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't want to Relatively look certain. Okay, I'm not looking that one up. Okay. All right, there's a dog in the room, and he comes up later, too. Okay. That many of you who are vaccinated are concerned about what's called breakthrough cases. <laughs> yes, some fully vaccinated people will still Heard test it. positive, and some will show some symptoms of COVID-19. That's expected with almost every vaccine there is right? for other diseases. But breakthrough cases remain rare, and almost all are mild cases. In fact, virtually all hospitalizations and deaths are among the unvaccinated. Do you remember on the Sam Harris episode where he was talking about vaccines recently? He he said something along the lines of like, if it turned out that the cure for COVID was peanut butter, there would be mm-hmm. a percentage of the population who would die from taking peanut butter. But we would still say, you know, as long as you're not allergic to peanut butter, this is the most effective way to not get COVID. <laughs> I and do you remember should that. Just yeah. take fucking peanut yeah. butter. <laughs> it, like it's a decent way to look at this vaccine. Like, yeah, you can point out some things like this, sure, but it's it pales in comparison to you know catching this cold yeah i think i said like 0.1 percent potential negative outcomes from taking the vaccine actually i think the reality is like like yeah i think that's a couple orders magnitude off yeah yeah Yeah. anyways all right my medical advisors say the answer is no no american needs a booster now but if the science tells us there's a need for boosters then that's something we'll do we have purchased the supply, all the supply we need to be ready if that was called for. Hey. Folks. Can you pause it? The truth is. So, I, so one thing I liked about that was he said that, you know, there's, there's, we don't believe that we need that now. I didn't care for the way that he uses that, but the science tells us, because I know the people that are tone deaf to this message anyways, they, they, their ears perk up whenever anyone says the science. And, yeah. and and they like have an aversion to that phrase. And and I wish there was a better way of communicating that idea, like the memetic thought, more effectively, because that one's kind of been 
you know, unfortunately well, by the, the red hats, honestly, more than anyone, but just, just, you know, that, 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 that phrase, the science tells us is easily dismissible by people that are primed to not believe this. And it, it, it gets in the way of that message landing. You're right. Uh, I think that perhaps a better word would be the data. Yeah, I agree because he does go on to say things that I think like really kind of neuters any of the like, you know, issues because that come the, up with that. But the he data goes on to can, explain why by using the data. Right. Yeah. So if, if science is a trigger word, then the data might be the yeah. alternative, which says the same thing. Yeah. In that. But people so, won't tune out. Right. Yeah. We're not fully out of the woods yet because what is happening in America right now is a pandemic a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Let me say that again. It's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. All right, I got to stop it. Yeah. What What do you think of that the that phrase? The pandemic. Well, I think it's been used a lot lately. It but has. I think that it's. I mean, it's. It describes exactly the way I've looked at what's been going on lately, and why I said what I said earlier. Like, if this is the hill that they want to die on, then I hope they don't. But they've made their opinion clear, and they've been informed. Um, no, I I agree with that. It's I, not something that I, I feel by and large affects me. Of course, I can imagine scenarios where someone who shouldn't be affected by this can, but I think that's a small percentage because of, again, if you're vaccinated, there's minimal effects to you. I think, I just think that this is similar to the science tells us yeah. that, that that is. Yeah, that's of, been overused, right? Like that, it's like Green New Deal. Like you can't say anything like that. You're going to have to say carbon capture or something you know? <laughs> i just i just think it's not probably not helpful to his cause to use those exact words i agree i, I agree I, last month a study showed that over 99 percent of COVID 19 deaths have been among the unvaccinated 99 percent so <laughs> i have to ask you about this so i know that there is a uh that people in some conservative circles have said that 99% of the deaths caused by unvaccinated people is because they're counting since the beginning of the pandemic, which was pre-vaccine. I've heard that too. Is that accurate? I was going to ask you. I know. I, I, I think it is. I don't think no, that no, no, it no, is. No, 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 no. I, I, I think that that's totally true. And I think that, you know, I, I think I mean, that, if that's true, then that's a bullshit statistic. I know. But how else are you going to parse that though? Well, you could say that since the vaccines came out so they start new numbers they would just say since the vaccines yeah. were available only 99 percent. yeah yeah that would be better I agree. which i think that the number would probably be 93 similar. 97 like yeah, yeah it, it would be you it, know it'd be right up but there it's with just whatever, a, yeah. what you said last week i think about another quiver in, in yeah it is you're right you know? mm -hmm. another bow uh, in the quiver. another another, another bow arrow in the quiver. arrow Fuck, <laughs> jesus <man>. christ yeah <laughs> probably retire that um, phrase yeah uh, I feel like, you know, there's another thing that people can poke That's at. That's true. That's true. This American tragedy, people are dying and will die who don't have to die. If you're out there unvaccinated, you don't have to die. Read the news. My favorite fucking line of the whole thing. Like, like that. I think that might be when I was like, you know what? I need to fucking record this. You don't have I mean, to die. Read the news. It's funny, but it's also true. Uh, read the news. It's yeah. I think it's I. Th I think it's just pay attention. It's you know. I, I, yeah. It's not from Fox. <laughs> right, continuing. Right. I've been Jar watching Tucker and Hungry. Eligible people who are vaccinated <laughs> and those who are not. Wait, back it up. 
America is divided between the majority of eligible people who are vaccinated and those who are not. The vaccine was developed and authorized under a Republican administration. Said that. And it's been distributed and administered under a Democratic administration. Mm -hmm. There's nothing political about them. Look at all the people who took a shot at it. They later, we learned a lot of them have already been vaccinated. Mm. Said that last week. I have to compliment Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. He hadn't made it political. He's encouraged people to get vaccinated and continuing to do so. And his state's in pretty good shape. Alabama Republican Governor Kay Ivey (laughs) recently spoke out to encourage vaccination and even the commentators on facts. (laughs) Did you you heard that press conference with the Alabama governor? Yeah, yeah. He's like, normal people have been vaccinated. (laughs) They're like, well, don't you think that you can play a role? She's like, I don't know what else I can do. Commentators on facts who have been belittling this for a long time. Some haven't, but many have. Are arguing get vaccinated. Well, he thinks the fax machine. This is not about red states and blue <laughs> states. It's literally about life and death. It's about life and death. He's going to kill you. Alan. That's what it's about. Mm. No, Facebook is. Oh, that's right. You know, and I know people talk about freedom. But I learned growing up in school and my parents with freedom comes responsibility. Spider Man. Your decision to be unvaccinated impacts someone else. Unvaccinated people spread the virus. They get sick and fill up our hospitals. And that means if someone else has a heart attack or breaks a hip, there may not be a hospital bed for them. With freedom comes responsibility. First of all, I want to say that we we've made some we've had some fun with this this uh, statement by the president. Uh, and made it some some funny jokes, I think. But, Are you hedging? No, what I'm saying is that like this is actually really serious shit. It is. <laughs> it is really serious shit. And while we've had a little fun with it, it remains serious shit. All right, Dad. And I, I don't want that to be lost. All right. Uh, so so I guess so. My question was more about the. I so I get the whole personal freedom and and the. Uh, we want less government to try and force us to do things, right? Mm-hmm. But so when we talk about things like vaccine passports or businesses requiring proof of vaccination for entry, things like that, or businesses requiring proof of vaccination for employment, even how how does that fit within the libertarian? I mean, I can't answer for anybody else, but you know, my nor should of, you, sure. My my like. Uh, platform or like my foundation on on being libertarian-ish is uh voluntarism so it's just you know if if i want to interact with uh, another private entity or a business right in this case that's i can volunteer to do so or not like we said there's no solutions only trade-offs when your government mandates it you don't get a choice and if the government runs a vaccine passport, like the government ran one, that I, you know, I, I wrote down for different context. You know, he talks about like the ho- the hospitals being uh, overwhelmed, right? Like that was mm-hmm. that was the whole point. Because Alan, I don't know if you noticed this, we needed 14 days to flatten the curve. <laughs> 
So that was the idea of that, and that's still a valid point, but at what point does the government stop using that as an excuse to use whatever rights are tied to our vaccine passport? And that's where I worry. I don't, like, I'm, I'm not presently super alarmed that they'd do that. But just like the Patriot Act seemed appropriate on mm. September 12th, you know, what happens when the next administration comes in and you don't like them and mm. they have the controls of who can travel. And <clears throat> I, you know, that may not match politically, like the people that would be affected by that may or may not be the people you'd worry about. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's just what rights do you want to give to the government? So I'm totally fine with all of these things. And, and, and in, in context of the last thing he said there, I think that people who don't want to be imposed by a pandemic level virus have a right to ask people around them to not get their unvaccinated cloud into their sphere. I think mm -hmm. it's um, a little harder for us to visualize than the metaf metaphorical swinging your fist, but at some <laughs> right. point your viral cloud is imposing on someone. And now for the most part, that just comes down to you making personal choices. Like don't go to crowded events. Don't go to Broadway because no one there's going to care, you know, mm -hmm. but for the but but to the to the point where you talk about a vaccine being mandatory uh excuse me a vaccine passport being mandatory as long as it's not by the federal government i don't care uh so i mean the reason i ask that is just because i see so much pushback against it on social media and by people that i'm sure haven't really thought this whole argument through but who seem to think that uh this is an infringement on their rights. They see things that they, they know as principled as wrong when the government does it. And then they think that strong uh, uh, businesses that have control over aspects of your life, like your social networking, mm -hmm. they think they, they conflate that with the way governments can reach into your life. And they get upset about them asking to do things that they would say, well, if the government asked me that, I'd say no. Therefore, I should say no to you. And it's like, you're, you're confusing size of the company and its at, its ability to affect you with like you're, you're forgetting that that's still voluntary it may right. be less voluntary but it's not i was born in this country therefore this happens to me you don't have to be on facebook to you be don't there. have to and and i right. i can i can probably be persuaded by someone who can tell me how much of an impact that has on their life but well, I'm not. It has zero impact on my life, so yeah. I'll, I'll just be yeah. the uh, counterpoint to that. Yeah. But okay. yeah. all right, shall we finish yeah, this think, audio? Yeah, I'm glad you left. said that, though, because I think that that I, I've seen a lot of that. I appreciate I, the question. I appreciate being able to enumerate, as I so eloquently <laughs> said before, articulate. All right, here we go. Thank you. Your people are desperate for vaccines doing everything to answer those calls. We're sending millions of vaccines to people around the world. But folks, it's an American blessing that we have vaccines for each and every American. Can you pause it. This is, this is the, the kids are starving in Ethiopia oh, argument. Alan, I fucking love you. That's why we do the show. I'm done with this audio. I just wanted to get to that point. Yeah, it's eat your fucking food. There's right, starving kids. And, yeah. Yeah. You got plenty of vaccine at home. All right. All right. No, we All can't right. have ivermectin. You have vaccine at home. We have vaccine we at have, home. Oh, you can't use hydrochloroquine. We have vaccine at home. <laughs> but but I want McDonald's. That, Alan, we have vaccine at home. So 
I thought just for fun Fine. that we'd look up. Uh, so that speech was on July 29th of 2021. Mm-hmm. Let's just use the Wayback Machine and pick a random sample of the former president's speech on July 29th, 2020. I didn't know this was going to happen. I was just thinking I'd pull a sample, and this is this is what I found. If they don't secure their city soon, we have no choice. Oh. We're going to have to go in and clean it out. We'll do it very easily. We're all prepared to do it. So in Portland, they either clean out their city and do the job and get rid of the anarchists and agitators. They either clean out their city and do it right, or we're going to have to do it tomorrow. You have to fear me. There's a helicopter in this. Yeah, this, this is so hard to understand because of the helicopter. Yeah, but this is Portland. Uh, this is remember this when is, he was saying we're, we're gonna, if the, this these Democratic mayors have to clean out their cities or we'll go do it for them. And he said we'll do yes. it furiously and we're ready to do it. Mm-hmm. This was in the middle of the Portland protests. Yeah. Uh, it was a big deal. Yeah. All right. Should we? This audio. To, I, God, I now that I'm hearing shit. it, this audio is so bad because that fucking <laughs> helicopter. <laughs> yeah. Why did he always answer questions like right next to the helicopter? Probably because he knew that it wouldn't. Well, I don't know it's why. On, it's on purpose, right? Yeah. All right. Should we play? Yeah. Should we try to get through it? Yeah. Yeah. Just a little bit. Can yeah. you? Um... Stop the eviction. Oh yeah, yeah. He said, "Stop the evictions." Are you confident that uh, Russia did not place bounties on U.S. troops? What did she ask him? Are you confident that Russia hasn't placed bounties on U.S. Oh, on I remember US that soldiers? story. I did yeah. July 29th. I've certainly read about it, and since then I've talked about it. Uh, Colin Powell says it's not true. Colin Powell's not exactly somebody that I'm a big fan of. Colin Powell says it's not true. Other people say it's not true. Uh, if it were true, I'd be very angry about it. So I don't know why they'd be doing it, but if you tell me uh, they're doing it, I will certainly take that under consideration. I'm mad about it a year later. Uh, I would respond appropriately. Nobody has been tougher on Russia. Nobody has been tougher on China. Nobody has been tougher on Iran than me. Not even close. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. Nobody's been tougher on Russia, China, or anybody else. In case you missed it. Germany's delinquent. Germany's delinquent. They haven't paid their NATO fees, and uh, they're way off, and they've been off for years. And they have no intention of paying it. And the United States has been taken advantage of. Can, can you imagine this motherfucker who owes like $4 billion to Deutsche Bank is like, Germany's behind on their dues Germany's, and the United States has been delinquent. taken advantage of. Dude. Fucking Sorry Angela for calling him a motherfucker. He probably hasn't done that. Well, I mean, I wouldn't put it past him, but okay. okay. All right. Shall we continue? Where's no, that? Are listeners, we- Alan. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, no, we're good. Uh, I don't want to listen to that. Speaking of Trump. Mm, speaking of Trump. Do, I, we would be neglected, neglect, ne, we would, what? <laughs> negligent to not mention that. Sure. That uh, word. Yes. Yeah. Notes came out uh, from January, what, it was before January 6th. Notes That's came out from after the election where he was pressuring the Department of Justice to come out and say that the election was corrupt. Uh, so at this point, Barr had stepped down and everybody moved up two notches, just like the Soviet Union. The So so you right. had Rosen as acting general and you had this Agent. guy. Yeah, attorney general. Attorney yeah. general yeah. Acting general. Attorney general. And Donahue, I believe, is the 
deputy acting deputy mm-hmm. well donahue's notes that came out said that, and he was he was transcribing notes from the president was just say that the election was corrupt and leave the rest to me and the republican congressman so clearly that's a reference to republican lawmakers who trump had uh enlisted to object to the electoral college certification right Trump went on to say, we have an obligation to tell people that this was an, an illegal, corrupt election. The former president also referenced what he had called electioneering fraud. According to Donahue, you guys may not be following the Internet the way I do. <laughs> <laughs> that is like the most old man thing to say. <laughs> it's such an eye opener to what you, he was you doing. You guys like, cl- clearly aren't look, following the Internet. You guys haven't been seeing the same memes I have. Look, like. Like, you remember the guys at the beginning of the pandemic that were like, my brother's friend, sister's uncle's babysitter is a cop. And oh, he yeah. said that we got 11 days until martial law. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's, I remember. That's, that's the part of the internet that he looks at. Yeah. Clearly, nobody else was following the internet. No, the no not was. the way that the acting attorney general does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, Donahue and Rosen told Trump that much of the info you're getting is false adding, sir, we've done dozens of investigations, hundreds of interviews, major allegations are not supported by evidence developed. And then he told them, told him flat out that much of the info he's getting is false or is just not supported by the evidence. We look at all, we look at allegations, but they do not pan out. That's all in his notes. Um, Hey, I have a question. Mm. So essentially he was telling the department of justice to come out and they don't have to say that they can prove that the election was fraudulent. He just has to say that the election was corrupt. What's it? What did he say? He said, uh, just say the election was corrupt. Leave the rest to me. I, I, I don't think I'm wrong here. I think that's actually literally exactly the same thing he got impeached for with Ukraine. It is. He told the Ukrainian president, just say there's an investigation. You don't actually have to have one. Yes. <laughs> this is the same thing. Again, this is somebody... Do you think Lisa Murkowski really taught him that lesson? (laughs) I think he's learned his lesson now. Perhaps. Perhaps. uh, Not to... You know, I I don't want to just go back and talk about the past the whole time. But but this man ran the presidency like a mob boss. Like, honestly, that's what he did. Uh, This was just another example of him doing that. Like, you just... um, all I need you to do is just say. That not even asking you to look into it. Not even. No, you didn't have to look into it. Leave it to me. I'll, I'll take care of it. We got this. All you have to do is say, eh, we're not so sure. Maybe there was some corruption here. Maybe this wasn't conducted freely. And you think about those fairly. Republican congressmen that are doing his bidding. I mean, that's is that like the definition of in for a penny and for a pound? Like they thought they were just doing a little bit, but they're completely implicated, right? I have a really difficult time uh, explaining their motivations at this point. Like, like well, Alan, year, by the time we record next week's show, aren't they going to be having that uh, Trump's going to be reinstated? Oh, that's two two shows from now. Do you realize that's I mean, Friday the thirteenth? I did not realize that, but I mean, we're we're a year removed from this, and they're by the way, they are still counting ballots in fucking Maricopa County. I don't know if people are yeah, aware of that, and but that's the people still in that in that organization believe that that's spreading to Georgia and Pennsylvania and other states. Do you realize that is a awesome. single 
fucking county and they've been counting those ballots for like three months you know it didn't connect to me there was a single county i it's thought they were counting county. the whole they state they do that in like a week or less like with the actual people that know how to run elections and they've been doing that for three months i know i know they have to analyze each ballot for like panda fibers yeah panda fiber. <laughs> did you say panda fibers panda fibers yeah okay. but That'd like be a show title <laughs> what the actual fuck man Panda fiber. I'm sorry. I was busy writing down panda fiber. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, so yeah. now, just in case you think we only pick on. Uh, oh, no. We Republican politicians and praise the Democratic president. Uh, we have some great audio of Madame Speaker of the House. Ooh, Madam Speaker. Madam Speaker of the House. Yeah, I said right. it all French. Don't try to French it up, dirt. Do you want to go ahead and play, uh, just just play the, the whole audio? The first part is total garbage. You're not going to be able to hear it, but they ask him about, they ask her about Kevin McCarthy, and she said he's a moron. And then it'll go into her response to that uh, when, they, when she was asked to clarify it, which the question asked for her to clarify it is my second favorite piece of audio in the show other than read the news. Leader McCarthy says it's against the science. earlier um is kevin mccarthy a moron and if so why uh, i i said earlier in my comments science 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 and science oh on almost every that is subject such a great question name, science is the answer whether it's the climate crisis whether it's a health crisis whether it whether it's our preeminence in the world and technology science 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 uh to say uh, that uh, wearing a mask is not based on science, I think, is is not wise. And that was my comment. And that's all I'm going to say about that. I've got nine is, sciences. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron? And if so, why? It's, that's fucking... <laughs> I might have to add journalism. that to the end of show montage. That's fucking brilliant. I love it. I don't know who asked that question, but they deserve a Pulitzer. <laughs> and if so, why? <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> Here's a notepad. Anyways, science, 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 science squared. Yeah. Do you remember when you said earlier how like certain phrases just tune a lot yes. of people out? Like Jesus yes, Christ, I Nancy. I do. Because she's yeah. so useless other than fundraising. <sighs> yeah. Well, no, actually, she there serves her purpose. She serves her purpose. Well, there should be term limits. She serves her purpose well, which is. They want to keep their machine running, and the best way to do that is to maintain their opponents. And all like if the Democrats beat the Republicans' agenda, they'd have no one to blame when all the things that they use to get voters to vote for them stop happening. I know it's a very cynical thought, but maybe can you... Hey, remember that many times that you've said, can I say that differently? <laughs> yeah can i say that differently Please. no i think i think we've we've said similar thing i've said and you've said some of the things on the show before is that the 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 parties use each other as sort of a foil in that in the, the well we can't get this done because of i find the democrats to be more disappointing and disingenuous at it though i mean i i i do find myself disappointed with the party i've yes. spent my life disappointed by them like it, it, that was a real exhale, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I, I mean, what signature bill could you point at? Like Obamacare? Like they put that through as a partisan issue and it's been torn apart for 10 years. 
You know, we're going to get this infrastructure bill because both sides are going to like it. And then we'll be stuck well, with that. At least part of it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what have you said? No, I think I've said before, like, is that, that I, I am, you know, I, I feel like the, the ideals that I think should be part of or the foundation of the party have not been lived up to uh, by most of our, our representatives. And the results that we've seen in even in very liberal places where, you know, the, the local government was controlled by liberals have been unsatisfying. And I, I think that's a real problem. I'm not happy about that. I, I don't think we've, I don't think we figured that out, but the no, fact I think, that yeah, I think regardless of what party you're in, Americans, Americans, I didn't say any side. Mm-hmm. Americans, Americans are dis are increasingly dissatisfied with the quality of government they get for what they're taxed for. I think that's uh, yeah, a very agreeable statement by most people. I think uh, yes, okay. concur, right. concur. Well, no, uh, none taken. I almost said our show's name wrong. <laughs> I gotta go Should to we just get soon. into media? Yeah, let's get into media, dude. Oh, let's do a DAQ. Okay. Um, do fish have butts? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> do you know what they call the plane that they use to take the horses to the Kentucky Derby? Wait, guess. I don't. Okay. Uh, it's the... Um... If you're thinking puns. Come on. It's the Equine Airline. No, I don't... No, I don't... Damn, that's pretty good silver bullet or silver metal <laughs> okay uh, i shouldn't say bullets about horses no. it's not race horses uh race horses d uh it's 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 <laughs> hold on it's <laughs> it's the name of the plane that they use to take the horses to the kentucky derby is air it's the glue factor it's no. air Air Horse One. Wow. <laughs> Air Horse One is That's the- fucking ten out of ten as puns go. Why do all the I horses go on the same? Airlines pretty close. I don't I, know. I think, okay, well you would say that. All right, what'd you watch on TV and stuff? Okay. Uh so speaking of uh men acting inappropriately. I watched uh, Catch and Kill the podcast tapes, which is the a... podcast tapes. No, this is a uh, this is on HBO, and this is Ronan Farrow. Oh, uh, you know everybody knows is the son of Frank Sinatra. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a lot like Frank Sinatra, and he did the investigation that kind of cracked open the the Weinstein case. Mm. And so this is all about him. This is him on camera talking to multiple victims of, of Weinstein and sort of um, explaining all of that. I'm only two or three episodes in, but it it, it is. Um, I, I already knew a lot of, of what is, is talked about in the show. Oh, okay. But it's interesting to, because I read a lot about right. it, but it's, it's interesting to see them speak, you know, say those things in their own words. Um I think it's a good, I'd recommend it. I would recommend watching it just to be aware of that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The other thing. And, and to not forget it, like, you know, it's very, yeah. it's already becoming like a thing of 2017. It's already, yeah, already faded in yeah. out a little bit. It's like, that's as old as the Yemen war. Why would we care about that anymore? We don't even care about <laughs> Yemen. Uh, I also watched, uh, I think there was another episode or two released of hundred foot wave since the last show. And uh, dude, I'm still loving that. Awesome. That, uh, doc, dude, it's so good. I'm really worried they're going to break up. Like, 
like Garrett and his, his wife. I don't know. We got oh. a bad vibe. Okay. I'm. You know what? I'll get caught up. I don't know. I was going to wait till I, the end. I think it'll be better for like watching it episodically. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll I think watch we it with too. you. Okay, cool. I'll, I'll get caught up. All right. I what watched, so I watched an older movie. I think it was 2017, maybe 2015 release. It has Simon Pegg in it and the rest of them are a bunch of Australian actors. Oh, oh, I don't know any of them, but guess, guess who's in it. It's Australia. I think modern. Um, uh, uh, shit. You're thinking Mel Gibson, <laughs> one of the Hemsworth, the youngest Hemsworth. I think it's like Luke Hemsworth. I, it oh. might actually be Luke. Uh, those are Simon Pegg and, um, you know, little brother of Thor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's called Kill Me Three Times. It's Isn't free. Is that a song? I, I don't know. Kill Me Three Times? No, that's, that's, like that's the Doors song, and it's not that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, did I derail you? <laughs> no. Well, I'm thinking of a parody to Love Me Two Times. Oh, okay, okay. Okay. Uh, Kill Me Three Times, starring Simon Pegg. It's it's about a woman who is entangled with a hitman and a husband, and it turns out more than one person wants her dead. Uh, oh, really well fun. done, I've got to say, for a little indie movie. And Simon Pegg's great in it. I watched. Where is this available? Uh, Amazon. For if you have Amazon Prime, it's free. Cool. I recommend it. Uh, somehow I got just under the radar, you know. Mm-hmm. Icarus. I watched that again. Uh, actually, I hadn't finished it because I had listened to the podcast about it. The Icarus tells the story about the 2014 Russian doping scandal. Yeah, and how. Yeah, yeah. So that doctor helped. Uh huh. Yeah, I watched it. It's good. Yeah, that guy has a maniac. That doctor. He's kind of a maniac. Yeah. Well, anyway, That's what happens when you fly too close to the sun? Dude. Your wings melt. I get now. I get the name. Yeah. Now I get the name of the podcast or of the of the movie. <laughs> uh, I also watched. It comes out at night. It's a A twenty four movie, which means it's on um, like Showtime or something. Uh, Sounds I, like horror. Yeah, it's kind of a horror, like a suspense. Okay. Um, it you know I, I I didn't care for it. I don't know if you like these A twenty four movies. I like a lot of movies that are H, by A twenty four studio, like um, Deus Ex Machina. Or no, excuse me, oh. Ex Machina, and uh, I mean they have a lot of movies. Yeah, Deus Ex and Ex Machina, two separate things. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. The well, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, definitely. Yes, I like I like Ex Machina. I know, and I like some movies by them, but they tend to have um, endings that are unsatisfying, and mm, this one was really true. unsatisfying. Okay, yeah, that's it. I feel like that's a film style. Unsatisfying endings is like a thing. Yeah, I think you're right. They also did that Lighthouse movie that even Robert oh, Pattinson, I think he was in it. it. Yeah, he yeah. was in an interview. And he's like, yeah, I don't know what that movie was about. <laughs> One of two people in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so, Kill Me Three Times is a good movie. Icarus is a good documentary, but uh, relevant because of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. you pick a quote? Well, I'm going to go with the first one, clearly. The point of modern propaganda isn't only to misinform or push an agenda. It is to exhaust your critical thinking, to annihilate truth. Alan, who is this? Gary Kasparov. He's the famous Russian chess player. Uh, so if if anybody knew or understands sort of what the, 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 the consequences of the current misinformation are, this guy does. Like, <laughs> he's lived through it. So, yeah, it... it 
that's that's the whole point is just like not not that you have to believe any of it or not that any of it has even to believe be believable but that just overwhelms your ability to process information such that you just give up yeah i mean that's the point of it i'm reminded just say that the election was corrupt leave the rest to me and the republican congressman yes well alan no i think that i I don't mean to offend you ever Oh, no offense taken. Oh, thank God I was recording. I never checked. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I just got a huge panic attack. All right, man. God bless. would have been bad. Drive safe. God bless. Is Kevin McCarthy a moron, and if so, why? Ted Cruz, go fuck yourself. Read the news. Now this is podcasting.